Welcome to the Common Sense for Common Peeps podcast, a podcast that talks about topics by using facts to come up with opinions and solutions for the betterment of us as human beings. We have the right to have different views based on our beliefs and opinions. It is up to us to take those facts, discuss those views, and come up with common ground solutions that will move our society forward. Thank you for listening and enjoy today's episode. Hey there, peeps, and welcome back to the Common Sense for Common Peeps podcast. Um, First of all, I would like to thank everybody who reached out to me, making sure I was okay after missing last week's podcast. Um, Yeah, we had some issues going on as far as work went and as far as family went, and I just didn't have time or, to be honest with you, the energy to kind of put forward last week's episode so i apologize for that but i will make it up today because i have all the energy in the world and i plan on recording two today so we'll have this one that's coming out plus the one that'll be coming out uh this coming thursday so again thank you for everybody that reached out to me i am okay yeah we had a really rough (laughs) couple of weeks at work and some family things that popped up too so we are back So on today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about the Deshaun Watson situation. I don't want to talk specifically about him or drill him in in sorts, but I want to talk more about like the actual situation. If you're not familiar with it, Deshaun Watson, he's an NFL quarterback. He was playing for Houston at the time, and there was a person that came out and accused him of indecent behavior during massage appointments. And then it came to fruition that there was, like, more women. And the next thing you know, there was, like, 24 women, 30 women. I don't even know what the exact count was. But, I mean, for the purpose of this, it really doesn't matter. There was 24 that came out. So, in the meantime, the Browns, which knew about all of this, decided that they were going to make a contract offer to him. Because the courts in Texas... Uh, the grand jury decided twice not to indict him that there wasn't enough um, there wasn't enough evidence to prove that he had actually done this. So as soon as that happened, there was like all of this speculation, okay, Deshaun Watson, where is he gonna go? So one of the teams that showed interest and he declined, he said that it wasn't one of his teams and radar was the Cleveland Browns. The next day, the Cleveland Browns signed him. And it was like, whoa, <laughs> I mean, how could you go from your, he wasn't like the team, the Browns wasn't a team that he was interested in to, to signing. Well, $231 million guaranteed plus a 40, I believe it's a $45 million signing bonus. Let's just say that all that money guaranteed who <laughs> was a pretty good incentive for him to go to Cleveland, right? All right, so now as a, not even as a fan of the Browns, but because you're going to get different reactions. You know as a fan of the Browns and with the history of the Browns, especially in the last 23, 24 years since they came back, it's been just nothing but like heartache and horribleness, Right. They lost 15 games one year. They lost 14 games another year. They've been accused of cheating. 
trying to throw games to get better draft picks. They've had two playoff appearances in 24 years. So you know they're going to do everything that they could possibly do. The owner is like getting crushed here in Cleveland prior to this. So you know that he wants to make a big splash. So what's the biggest splash to do is to go get supposedly one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So to do that, he had to throw $231 million at him. And he had to throw a $45 million signing bonus. And oddly enough, the first year, technically, he's only making $1 million. That's because the way that the contract is structured, if he did get suspended, they can only suspend him. He, so in essence, he got suspended for 11 games. So he's only going to get $1 million deducted out of that. So you take $1 million divided by 17, whatever that comes out to per game, Times that by 11, and that's what his fine's going to be. So his fine's probably somewhere around 700 million. So that, or 700,000. Let me get that right. That was 700,000. So out of a $231 million deal, he was only going to get um, knocked $700,000. And originally it was going to be six games. So it wasn't even going to be that much. It was only going to be like $400,000 plus six games. So, of course, the NFL is the NFL, and they got to make themselves look good. Didn't like the decision that they actually collected, bargained for for this mediator. And in the NFL, what does the NFL do? They just say, eh, we didn't like your decision. We're going to make our own decision. So it's like, well, then why didn't you go to the mediator in the first place, you know? But that's another story. So in essence, now we come to the point where he gets his official decision. It's going to be 11 games. And I think a $5 million fine or $9 million fine. I I, I don't even, I, it's something like that. And then after 11 games, he's going to be scat free. Here's my thing. And this is the part that I go back and forth with. First of all, the first woman that came out led the way for 23 more women to come out. So in essence, there was 24 claims against him. Then, right before like the training camp came around, 20 of them settled. So 20 of them decided, okay, yeah, he did lewd behavior in a massage appointment, but we could get paid off and that's the end of it. Okay. Then, like maybe three weeks later, three more settled. So there's only one left that hasn't technically settled yet. But 23 of them have already paid, got paid got what they wanted, I guess, money-wise, decided not to go to court because some of the lawyers said, if you're going to go to court, you could lose and get nothing. So they settled. So here's my issue with this. Now, I think that what he did, and he obviously did something because he was willing to pay off the women. Now, I mean, I'm sorry, but if I'm completely innocent of something, I'm going to fight for it. It's just me. It's just my my demeanor. But I get it if you got that much money and you want to and you think that you're still innocent, that you can just easily pay people off and be done with it. I mean, I get that. That's like the American way, right? We just pay people off and get what we want. So here's the thing. Since he paid off those 23 women and the cases are dismissed and gone, why is he getting punished? So the NFL has a code of con a code of content or whatever it is rule that they have that if you do something stupid outside that they can nail you, right? Okay, so this goes under I guess that. So, but the here's the thing. 
I don't understand why they would still go after him and still try to get like uh, the fine from him and a suspension from him when the ladies already said, no, we're done. We don't, we're done. So then why does the NFL have the right to go back to him and find him and take away his like earnings, I guess, even though we've just discussed, it's like nothing. It's like a drop in a bucket compared to what he's actually making. Maybe that's what the NFL is mad about. I don't know. But think about that. It's like it's like double-sided. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't get what the NFL is doing because I understand what they're doing. They're trying to maintain their identity. They're t- trying to protect the shield, as we have heard many, many times. Protect the shield. What a joke that is. And that's another topic that we can go on to. But here's the thing. In my personal opinion, this is my personal opinion. I think the Deshaun Watson is just a fool. I think he's he's a pig, and he actually and I do I do think that he did what what these ladies are accusing him because you you I just think it's I just think it is I think it's true. There's just too many of them that come out like that, and for them to just pay him off. So I think he did it. So I think he's he's a piece of trash. I think the Browns owner is even worse because why would you take this on? You need to win a Super Bowl so bad that you're going to pick a player up that hasn't played all last year. He's not going to play for 11 games at least this year. I hope to God they don't just try to throw him in at the end of the season and try, you know, (laughs) I can just see that now just throwing him in at the end of the season if they're making like a playoff run and they lose three, four games. Oh my God. But, and then the NFL, the NFL just like, and everybody, oh, the NFL is trying to protect the shield and all that. Well, here's the thing. Growing up, we all, as kids, we idolized players, right? I know my favorite player was Andy Van Slyke from the Pittsburgh Pirates because he played center field. That's what I played. I loved him dearly. I had his number. I, he was, his number was on my back anytime I can get his number. And he was like my favorite player of all time. He's probably, if I go back, him and Bernie, uh, him and Bernie Williams from the Yankees. Between those two, they were like my favorite, favorite players. But I was a kid, right? I was in my early 20s, so I was a fan of them. But I never went out and got like their jerseys or anything like that and wore their jerseys around. I would wear the cap of the team, but I just wasn't into jerseys or anything like that. So I guess here's where I'm getting at with this because I have like mixed, totally mixed feelings because I believe that these athletes, they have the world in the palm of their hands, right? Especially today. These guys like this guy making $231 million a year. The basketball players that are making, I think LeBron just signed a contract the other day for like $46 million per year for the next two years. So he's going to be making like $95 million or something crazy like that at 39 years old. And and you can go on and on with, with, with the people in their salaries, right? But the thing about it is they have the world in their palms. And then you hear the story about how they came from like a broken family they had to pretty much fight their way to school and blah, blah, blah. And you hear all the stories. But then they get the world in the palm of their hands. 
and they decide that they're going to go to the like 24 different masseuse parlors <laughs> to get a massage or they go to a club and they get in fights and gunfire starts going out or you hear about the domestic abuse and all that fun stuff and, and I get it I get it it's in society it's going to happen and they're and they're part of society you're going to have a bad apple or two I get it I really really get it but what really kills me is the fact that these people they have the world in the palm of their hands. They could do anything that they want. They can they can do anything that they want. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe the problem is that they can do anything they want and they can just buy themselves out of a situation like Mr. Deshaun Watson did. Imagine if you get nailed with a DUI on the highway. I mean, what's going to happen to you? I had a coworker where this happened to him and his life was screwed up for three months. I mean, he couldn't drive. He couldn't work. He was a truck driver. So how are you going to drive with a suspended license? You didn't. He had to go through all kinds of programs. He had to go through alcohol programs. He had to spend a weekend in the county jail. And he had to do that, all of that, just to get his sentence reduced to the point where he was driving recklessly and they gave him some other thing and put four points on his license and then turned around and stuck him with like a $5,000 fine and lawyer fees just so he can get back to work. So I get it. I get it. It, it. it can happen to anybody. I really, really get it. But here's the situation here. And this is my problem that I have with the situation. Okay, Deshaun Watson, we, we can call it what it is. He was being a turd, right? He's just being a piece of turd. But what about the women? The women are more than happy to take the money and run? Instead of putting what is, in their definition, a sexual offender? And you're going to allow a sexual offender to go scot-free because you got paid a few thousand dollars or tens of thousands of dollars or whatever the heck you got paid. So the, there's a major issue here. And I'm flabbergasted that there's 24 people that were on this initial this initial report that that went against him and 23 settled. It's just mind-boggling me. Could you imagine now? And and now we're talking a little bit to the older the older the older folks here. What happens if this would have been your daughter? And she's in a masseuse parlor and that happened to her. What would you your reaction be as a father? How or a mother? Or a mother? What would your reaction be? I know if that happened to my daughter, that I would go to all the, I would take every possible resource that I could to get that sucker in jail. I wouldn't even be caring about the money. The money wouldn't even be, even, it wouldn't even be a thought. But just think about all of these high profile athletes that go to bars, that go to clubs, that bring a, a ladies home to their to their hotels, right? Bring the ladies to the hotels and they do whatever they do in, in the evening, right? And then those same ladies are going to sit there and accuse the athlete of making some kind of a sexual advance on them just to go out and seek money. Now, now that's what I'm talking about, an athlete with a, in the palm of their hand. Why would you be that stupid? Why would you put yourself in that situation? And I get it. You're young. You're young and have money and don't, you know, and you, and you just don't know no better. You don't have no wise common sense. But it's kind of crazy when you think about this topic 
because you don't know what side of the fence to be on. Because I'm on the side of the fence that I think that Deshaun Watson, why is he getting punished when all of these ladies let it, you know, just they took the money and run. But then again, I get it on the other side. Why is this guy able to play a sport and make a zillion dollars at this sport acting like the fool that he's acting like? It's hard. It's a hard back and forth to look at. And every time that this topic comes up, because it's coming up in Cleveland like every other day, because they could not make a dang decision on what they wanted to do with him. But it's like, it's crazy because it's like, I don't know where to go from here. It's just, I cannot believe that the women would take the money. And I cannot believe that the NFL just wants to hammer them down, which, but I get it too. It's like, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like something that I just cannot comprehend. But here's the crazy part. Could you imagine if he comes out next year and is just terrible and sucky, he'll get ridden right out of the NFL. The The media will just roll him right out of the NFL. The fans will roll him right out of the NFL. The owners, as we've seen, will roll him out of the NFL. But what happens if he doesn't? What happens if he if he has a, a MVP caliber season? What happens if he leads the Browns to the Super Bowl that they've never been to? What happens if they win the Super Bowl next year with him, the starting quarterback? He's going to be a hero. He's going to be a hero. Everybody forgets about Ray Lewis, but nobody forgot about Ray Rice. (laughs) It's like, it, it doesn't matter as long as you can win games and win championships. Nothing else matters. And I think that that's a problem that's never going to be solved because it's been happening since sports has begun. And the bad part about it is it happens in everyday life. We see all of the politicians doing this nonsense and there's no repercussions for what they do. So I don't know. It's it's just a strange, strange situation for me because I'm like on both sides. I cannot like figure out (laughs) what it is here. So if you do have any comments about this, go to my discord and go to the topics and we could talk about it there because I'm like, I don't know. I'm on both sides of the fence here. So I don't know. Just wanted to bring that up because if it was topical here in Cleveland and he'll be back in the field, I guess, I guess the first game's against Houston. From my understanding, he comes back to play Houston. That's going to be really interesting. <laughs> Alrighty, peeps, let's get to today's knucklehead of the podcast. And now it is time for the knucklehead of the podcast. Today's knucklehead of the podcast is picky food guy or gal. These people just kind of like absolutely irk me. All right, I get it. There's certain foods that you will not eat that you don't like. I get it. But when there is, when you go to a party and they offer you food and there's like a buffet and all this, I get you take what you like and you leave what you don't like. You take what you want to eat. You don't take what you don't want to eat. Totally get it. But what really trips me out is that when you decide that you want to do a favorable gesture and buy a pizza for like a group of people, 
And you'll get that one person. Eh, I don't like pepperoni. Oh, my religion says I can't eat pork. Oh, is that pizza actually touching the box? It doesn't have a wrapper in it? Oh my gosh, really? It's free food. If you don't want it, don't eat it. But oh my God, why do you have to moan and groan and whine? Oh, you got peppers on that? Oh my gosh, you actually put red sauce on there? How come you didn't get a vegan pizza, please? Oh my God, absolutely incredible. If you don't want the food, then don't eat it. If somebody gives you a gesture of out of the kindness of their heart, they buy like pizza for, for the group and it just happens to have something that you don't like, or if, or if you have something that you're allergic to, I get it. If that would happen, I would apologize to them. And then I would say next time I'll offer not to get that item or something like that. I get it. You don't make a big stink about it. But oh my God, let's not act like a four-year-old. Oh, I can't eat sausage. Oh, I can't eat pepperoni. Oh my gosh, how come you don't have a cheese pizza? Oh my God, how come you didn't buy a pizza with all the toppings? You can't, you're never going to please anybody and you're especially not going to please picky food guy or gal. And you are today's knucklehead of the podcast. So first of all, I want to thank you if you've gotten this far in the podcast. I thank you dearly for listening to my podcast and again for showing the support that you guys did while I was gone last week. I appreciate it. There was like three of you that actually came out and said, hey, where's the podcast? And thank you for that. It, it just inspires it inspires me and gives me motivation to do this. So I thank you. If you have not joined me in Discord or any of my socials, all of that is in the show notes below. And please make comments because it makes the show flow and it gets, it just makes, it just inspires me. So yeah, so make sure that you go down and leave comments and notes and do all of the um, reviews that certain podcasts have. That way other people can listen and other people can find me. So again, thank you for listening to the end of this. And as always, bye-bye, babies.